Hello, and welcome to Ruth Bears Witness, the mini podcast where you can listen to the stories I've shared in my blog posts. Thank you for joining me today to hear my blog post entitled Confessions of a White Mother in a Multiracial Family and a Segregated American Church. I am a white woman. That is how the world sees me from the outside. But I'm more than that, just like any human walking the earth. I am the sum of my relationships, my community, my dreams, my experiences, my personhood, my brokenness, my mind, body, and soul, made in God's likeness. I have taken children of color into my family as my own. When they enter my family, their experiences become enfolded into ours, and we leave imprints of ourselves on one another. This is the essence of relational intimacy. We are not a white family with children of color. We are a multiracial family and our burdens are shared. When one child suffers from illness, we all suffer. When one of us is healthy and victorious, we all benefit. When racial prejudice or systemic injustice hurts one child, we are all wounded by it. I've said before that I straddle two worlds, the world that exists for me as a white woman and the world that my children of color experience. These two worlds are so opposed to one another that I feel as though I may rend in two at times. The very oppression that degrades my children is the same that upholds my privileged position in society and blinds white folks into believing that systemic racism doesn't exist. Frederick Douglass explained that the institution of slavery, which is only five generations past, not only degraded the enslaved, but it also degraded the white masters. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've clutched wounded children to my breast, children that I did not bring into the world, but children I have sworn to love, nurture, and protect in the midst of degrading circumstances in schools, courtrooms, playgrounds, and everything else. I've walked alongside some of my foster children's families, witnessing the atrocities ruled against them in courts of law slighted by racially prejudiced social workers, sidelined as their children are ignored in the school systems. When I try to share these deeply painful experiences with white family and friends, many try to tell me why the experience couldn't possibly be due to racism, and it rubs salt into deep, festering wounds. I can almost liken it to the experiences that I have merely read about of perfectly sane women in the not-so-distant past being locked away in asylums when their husbands or other male family members no longer wanted them in their lives. And no matter what the women said or did with fully functioning mental health, their clinicians still classified them as insane. I imagine my experience the same sense of futility and helplessness, even questioning myself when white friends and families stay silent, refuse to believe the systemic problems faced by people of color, even when it happens to people they know and love. Or perhaps they don't know many or any people of color personally. Our society is still quite segregated. I was recently involved with facilitating a racial reconciliation class at our church. We use the curriculum from Breathe the Bridge by Latasha Morrison. I have waited so long for this moment to speak justice into the fabric of the church family. What an honor and privilege. But the nitty gritty is that the last two classes were incredibly painful for me. 
I could read the texts, manage my discomfort and introspection. It's what you do when you navigate the ugly world my children experience every day. So I'm used to it, right? But it left me raw and drained, more so than I could have imagined. It is far too personal for me. It stirs up so much grief surrounding the racial oppression we experience and the pain of walking through it with so little understanding or even concern from the white world we often feel so disconnected from. Our group of quote-unquote woke white Christians was incredible, honestly. It only takes one, though, to stir things up for you. Maybe that person doesn't get it. Maybe they're still unable to see but far too many people don't see just how rampant and evil it truly is. It has permeated and spiritually blinded the American church, crippling its effectiveness in this present age. And after that last class, as I tossed and turned in the night, realizing I wouldn't get an ounce of sleep, I begged from my innermost being, Jesus, please take this hurt from me. Help me heal from this pain that facing racial oppression inflicts on my soul. Even the racial oppression blinding other people. He nudged me saying, you will not be healed from this. It is something you have to carry and share in order to shine a light on it and then do away with it. Whatever I carry is a mere glimpse of what generations of people of color have experienced. Before any child of color entered my home, we were busy learning the history of racial prejudice, institutional and systemic racism in literature and in college courses. Our adoption and foster care agencies equipped us as diligently as possible with tools for knowing how to raise children of color. And they asked us to be prepared to change our lives, move cities if need be to meet the needs of those children, and then to brace ourselves for the impact that racial injustice will have on our family. So we did. But I admit that I just assumed in my own sense of comfort entitlement that at some point I could get to a place where it didn't affect me so deeply. But how can you heal if you experience the trauma again and again and again, you don't. You learn to live with it. And because of this burden, I must do away with the yoke of oppression, as it says in Isaiah 58. I find my heart begging for white Christians to open their eyes, open their ears, and please listen to understand. Hear the cries of the oppressed. Live out justice. These directives come straight out of the Bible. The words are not meant to be read and glossed over. They are meant to be practiced every single day. For more resources about the history of racism in America, visit Confessions of a White Mother in a Multiracial Family in a Segregated American Church, the blog post. There are links in there you can click on to find out more. Thanks for joining me today. To read or hear more stories from Ruth Bears Witness, visit my blog at ruthbearswitness.wordpress.com. Take good care and God bless.